Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the VCR Gaming Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Matt, and somewhere about 10 nautical miles to my north <laughs> is Matt. How you doing, Matt? Oh, doing all right, man. Having having a good night here. I was, just before we started recording, I've been watching that Dragon Ball Z abridged. Right, you've been telling me about that at work. Oh my god, dude, it's so funny. Even if you're not a fan of Dragon Ball Z, you need to watch it. It's just hilarious. Ooh, uh, I have a fresh, shiny 32-gig uh, USB stick, Matt, at work. Uh, I'm going to give that to you tomorrow. Can you hook me up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Sweet. Sweet. Had... Yeah, no, I'll get it I'll get it over to you. But, yeah, other than that, um, no, I've, I've been just got home from work. Just feels like a couple hours ago, and it's been hanging around. What about you? Man, I, I've been through it talking about work. I Last night, I basically stayed up all night. <laughs> we had a bunch of upgrades and stuff going on, so I worked for, God, 30-something hours or 36 hours straight or something. I took a nap and uh, ate some food, and uh, here we are, man. So just uh, just keeping it busy, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot there was that big upgrade going on. Yeah, I slept really well last night, so... Oh, oh, how nice. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, I, oh, I'm going to pay for that. i got to work 12 plus hours in the next two days. So That's true, you do. And last week, actually, something interesting. Um, I was on call, and I got a call from one of our vendors looking for you. You stayed two hours late one day last week for no good goddamn reason. Yeah, which, I mean, it does suck, but at least I didn't have to. At least he called you know before he was supposed to show up instead of me just waiting around being like all right where the fuck is this guy which they're known to do if we're honest oh yeah definitely <clears throat> shit so um yeah aside from that you know uh family stuff the uh the wife and i have a date planned for the weekend so uh, that's kind of fun you don't get to do those very often so i'm looking forward to that what do you guys uh, do we, well, so our uh, our ten year wedding anniversary was um, let's see a little over a week ago, and um, we actually uh, were helping the uh, we were trying to help the in laws uh, the brother and sister in law move. I think I talked yeah. about it a little bit, and uh, so we kind of were keeping the weekend open for that. And then I was on call last weekend, so or this past weekend, so we actually had to delay our uh, festivities for our. Uh, for our anniversary until this weekend so uh that's the occasion we're just gonna go uh we got some reservations at a steakhouse a uh, pretty fancy little steakhouse and uh we're just gonna kind of kick it probably maybe see a movie something like that you know boring adult life you know but uh but i'm looking forward to it we don't get to do stuff often so don't church it up you're just gonna go to like applebee's and <laughs> and go to the dollar theater <laughs> <laughs> actually i'm not opposed to that uh well the applebee's part you know what's funny is um something uh super fan brian made up one time him and i went to uh went to applebee's for lunch and he and it was like matt it was the worst food like it, it's oh, shocking that that we paid like 15 dollars each for this food and he he busts out something uh, what did he say he had like a he made a lineup like a slogan is like applebee's for when you don't want to micro food microwave food yourself <laughs> And it's so dead on, so dead on. Uh, oh, dude, I know, I know. But no, that that'll be cool. That that'll be exciting. Um, that's, I mean, gee, ten years. Congrats on that, man. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, we, we've been together um, right uh, actually in a couple weeks. We'll actually have been together for 13 years, but married for 10, yeah, which is crazy. Um, you're, you're getting damn close uh, as well yourself, Matt. Yeah, I think, fuck, how old is my kid going to be? Oh, she's going to be eight. Eight years of marriage. <laughs> that, that, at, at least I know whatever age my kid is going to be, that's how many years of married I'll be. Yeah, so you're you're creeping up there as well. Uh, that it's yeah. nuts. It's kind of cool though. Like right when you've been married for ten years, like at least in my my twisted head, right? Like when you get somebody that refers to you as oh you're just a kid or or, or what do you know or whatever or you know you're you're bitching about you know your you know your significant other or whatever the case may be. It's like now, but I've got that. Yeah, but I got a decade under my belt. Like <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm no longer in the newbie club, double digits. You know what I'm saying? So so hold hold your hold your breath there, old man. Let me I handle know. it. I know it's like I read Facebook or Twitter posts of people complaining about you know new relationships or 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 you get the ones where they're like oh i don't want to do anything without my significant other or whatever i'm just like whatever (laughs) (laughs) you're like yeah she's here somewhere (laughs) it's like well no don't get me wrong don't get me wrong my wife and i plan stuff together but but we also understand that we need our time apart too you know to do our own thing oh absolutely but it's just so cute to see you know new couples do that like oh well we don't want to be away from each other and all that stuff i'm like no i'm glad when i'm <laughs> away from wife. it's like it's like shit i need a break from you no but i, I love her to death though <laughs> no i know i know and, and and obviously if y'all y'all are doing something right if you got uh you know that many years under your belt so yeah but uh, that's about it uh, for me, man. Like I said, I just been been busy with the with those upgrades. I was on call last week, so uh, you know, uh, just uh, finally getting around to, to doing uh, fun things. Hopefully this weekend we got a three day weekend this this weekend, Matt. I know. Oh my god, I'm gonna freaking sick. Not really do much. It's like I, I I almost said I want to go to the beach, but yeah, that is a big mistake this weekend. Oh, Memorial Day weekend, dude. I know we, we were talking about it as well, but dude, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be brutal. No, we wanted to go to the beach last weekend, but I sort of fell down with some weird sickness with my stomach, and for like two days I was down. Like, and it was a and it wasn't like vomiting or or any of that stuff. It was just pain. And it was it was weird. I mean, Damn, it, bro, it, it's gone away now. It was just yeah, I was down for two days, man. Like I didn't do anything this past weekend. Did that have anything to do with uh, Mall Ten Minute the day that we had that <laughs> last week? Did we have it Friday. Uh, if it wasn't, it was Thursday. But yeah, I, I feel like it was Friday. I I don't think it maybe maybe I don't know, but it was like I I was just down, man. Like I couldn't. Like I, I could not eat anything. I, I could barely drink. It was. Oh, that sucks, man. Well, don't sweat it, cause you know we live in Florida, and um, you know th- there's four summers, so ton- tons of time to uh, to hit the beach, man. And it's still real early in the season, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, so um. Oh, uh, what are we drinking? I'm drinking uh, two things. One, I've got a Kool Aid Jammers Tropical Punch. <laughs> Because adult life, uh, actually, it's pretty much all I had that was flavored in the fridge at the moment. And then I've got a glass of water uh, from the finest refrigerator uh, in my kitchen is where that came from. Oh, I've still got to one-up you on that. I've got Zephyr Hills Florida Spring Water. 
that I am currently Still drinking. Still got that high dollar water, man. That name brand, that designer water, son. <laughs> yep. Straight from Florida. It, it came straight from down the street. Actually, I can take you to where that is, where they where they suck that out of the ground. Uh, it's not impressive. It's literally like a, like a pump house, like a shack on a piece of property next to a women's prison. How about that? Well, how big is the pump station? I mean, they not sell... Not that big. Really? It's depressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sell a crap ton of water, though. They just pump it out, bro. I'm moving on. They actually have a couple sources, if you read. Uh, here we go. We're nerding out about water. I apologize to everybody. <laughs> hey. But if you've ever had a Zephyr Hills water, there's like a one in three chance that that bottle of Zephyr Hills water actually came from a place called Zephyr Hills, Florida, which is uh, oh, sort of by not. where we live. Oh, it tells you the sources of where it came from. Crystal Springs. Crystal Springs, Cy- yeah. Cypress Spring, Blue Spring, Madison County, White Springs. Okay, so it's not just Zephyr Hills. Correct. Yeah, oh. they have a few different places, but the one that's in Zephyr, and I think they call it something else, but it is actually right outside the town of Zephyr Hills. Um, yeah, it's there's just a pump house, and it's just a pipe going into the aquifer. Like, they call it a spring, but it's like, eh. <laughs> that's pushing it. And it's right next, to a, there. right next to a prison. That's awesome. It literally is, Matt. Like, they share a dirt road. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. I'll, I'll have to show it to you sometime, bro, uh, uh, on Google Earth or something. But, yeah, I, I could take you right yeah. to it. So, really, uh, there. The, the You've seen behind the curtain of Zephyr Hills Water. <laughs> You're oh. welcome. Just another service we offer here at VCR. Oh, geez. All right, man. So, that's what we're drinking. What games are you currently playing right now? All right. So, um... All right, I'll I'll continue the tormenting of Super Smash Bros. Melee. Um, I've been playing that. I've actually only played it probably twice this week. Um, It's really um, disheartening and daunting to train for something that I know I'm going to get destroyed in the first round, especially because a lot of these kids that are going to this tournament, uh, this is like what they do, apparently. Yeah. So... um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just, ugh, I keep watching YouTube videos here and there in my spare time and trying to learn, and um, I, I don't know, I don't have the drive, Matt, I guess, I, I don't know why, um, maybe that'll change after I go, maybe, but uh, I don't know, but I'm going to keep at it, I'm going to keep at it, at least, you know, give it a fighting chance, uh, you know, I'm not a quitter. It's next Plus, weekend, right? Uh, the third, so not this weekend, but the following weekend. Yeah. So ne- yep. next weekend, yeah. Um, yep. We should see if we can do sort of like a little live thing there. I don't know. Dude, I'm all set up, man. I got the I got the mic, got the digital recorder from uh, from Corey, our producer. Uh, we're good to go, man. We can do it. Yeah, we should just ask the guy if it's all right to, or maybe maybe I think you're, you're in touch with him online. Just ask him ahead of time or something. Yeah, I will. I may actually just call over there. Um, use the uh the 20s and 30s of dollars of goods that i've already purchased from him to sway oh, his uh his yeah. decision <laughs> <laughs> no but it would be something cool to do but yeah so have you been getting any better at it or um so i'm getting good at my dashes like and staying on a platform uh which is part of like the keep moving kind of theory that uh, that helps you yeah um you know what you do is you learn how to because it's double tap over on the 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 analog stick right to initiate the the dash Mm -hmm. but you can switch directions with just a single you know in either direction right and you can kind of keep it going so they have you like go you know start like wide on like the main board floor and then uh, try to do it like on like the little smaller platforms and stuff and don't fall off and just try to do it repeatedly like that's one of the exercises you can do so um, i'm getting that down pretty good 
uh, initiating, I, I fumble a little bit, and I think that's what the practice is for, is less about falling off and more about getting the initiation of the, the dash uh, to be more natural. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, so I'm learning that a little bit. Um, I'm really still trying to get um, where you cancel moves, uh, especially like air moves, um, so that you can, you know, if you've made a mistake, like you don't want to pull that move off or you want to psych somebody out and then catch them low or something like that. Um, there's a way to cancel moves. So I've been working on that. That one's a little bit harder. Um, so that's that's the two main things I've been working on. They're small. There's about 37 other things you can do uh, in there. Uh, but, you know, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get a little bit lucky. So we'll see. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Uh, it, it won't be on the third. It won't be. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know. Well, so it's like if you and I were to verse right now, you'd whoop my butt because I haven't played melee in forever. Well, I mean, I, that that's neither here nor there. I don't know about that for sure. But I can tell you that if it comes to, like, how the game was originally intended to be played, yeah, I, I can hold it down. Like, I mean, I destroy the computer. I destroy pretty much anybody I, I've I've played personally, uh, yeah. with the exception of Mikey. Uh, he, he did get me pretty bad. I don't know. I was having a real off day. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it, it's not about that, apparently, in tournaments. You know, it's not about playing within the confines of, of how it was designed and what it was for. And, and it's, it's just, it's like learning it all, all over again, really. Oh, shit. Well, I guess we'll see next weekend how yeah. it's going to We can watch other people show us how you actually play that shit. So that would be fun. Apparently, yeah. Um, everything i'm doing um i'm gonna go with the last one on the list first just to get it out the way so not too much to say uh mario kart 8 uh deluxe on the switch uh we have done a little bit of family gaming with that we played some battles uh the new battle maps matt are 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 fucking killer uh i don't know how much i spoke to it last week but um they you know the new thing with mario kart 8 deluxe is that you get the 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 battle packs uh or the battle uh arenas or battle battle levels and uh, they're really well done. They're uh, they're definitely they keep to the Mario Kart Eight um, theme. You know how like uh, some stuff, Matt. You know how like you'll be like driving like sideways or upside down on the track and things like yeah. that. They they've incorporated that into the battle levels, and and it's done very well actually. So um, pretty cool. So we have a good time with that. And there's a there's a few different modes. I think there's like four or five different modes for battle. There's like, uh, you know, there's one where you collect coins and, and it holds like the the character holds like a big stack as he drives around and you got if you hit him, he'll drop some, you oh, know, sure. and at the oh, end, whoever's holding the most coins. So it's not just having to break the other person's balloons then. Oh, no, there's uh, so I think there's four. Le- I think there's four different uh, things you can do. So there's like the coin thing. There's the balloons. They're there. Um, there's the bombs only or the bomb blast. So you still have balloons, but you every item you pick up is a bomb that detonates instantly when you throw it and then there's uh there's shine thief which came from the double dash days uh where it's kind of like um you know uh, capture the flag type-esque you know or you hold the shine and people try to hit you to get you to drop it and when yeah. timer runs out whoever holds it the longest you know um so you know yeah there's a few oh and there's a there's this new one that's kind of like cops and robbers where half the team will have um the piranha plant like permanently and you, you look like a cop car he has like a little uh, cop light spinning on his head the piranha does and uh, you run around and you if you chomp somebody they get put into like a cage and then you have to you know if you're on the team of robbers you have to sort of like get them let them out you know and run around so yeah pretty cool man the, the they definitely stepped it up there's a lot of extra content added with the battles if you're into that sort of thing i was never a huge battle person but it is fun to play you know like in a group yeah. 
Um, so that's always cool. Um, I came in fifth on a tournament for that uh, with uh, My Life in Gaming a few weeks ago. They did a, a, a Sunday night stream, and they hosted a, a tournament. Um, I had technical difficulties for the racing portion of it, but for the battle portion, I came in fifth overall out of, I think, about 32 people, so not too bad for somebody who doesn't battle. Uh, so it shows you how easy it is to play. Um, yeah. Cool th- Cool game, though. It, when you uh, when you pick up a Switch here, uh, getting closer to the holiday season, Matt, you think you're going to repurchase Mario Kart 8, or are you going to skip it? Oh, no. I'm definitely interested, and in, I think probably what sold me is you talking about it, and um, just just the thought of um, just the portability of it, too. Like, if I'm on a long car ride, me and the kids can play, you know, <clears throat> which that just makes it perfect. Oh, totally. If you, uh, when you do pick yours up and, and you do pick up Mario Kart or whatever the case may be, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, we can bring them to work and uh, we can, like, lunchtime, we can battle each other, uh, local player battle and shit. So that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, no, when I definitely finally get a Switch, it's going to be Mario Kart and Zelda are going to be the first two purchases. Solid purchases, man. Absolutely. We went into depth on, on the Zelda front before. And what's cool is you know what you're getting into with Zelda, you know? Like you've already you already experienced it, <laughs> so. Well, and I'm gonna finally beat it too next time I buy it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, man. I think it's kind of shit to, um, you know, to, to have to simply start all over. There's no way to transfer your save. I I would stop playing it as well. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, but um, oh well. Yeah. Last uh, last thing I got, last game I got, Matt, is uh, that I've been playing, um, and I know I started this, God, over a year ago. Uh, when we first <laughs> Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> yeah, on, upon your recommendation, by the way. Oh, really? Um, is that right? Is that right? I you didn't you didn't play it before? Yeah, I had never played it. Um, oh, okay. I was aware of it, and I think I asked you if I was you know if I wanted to play uh, you know uh, a Final Fantasy. Uh, I think we we named off the ones that I hadn't played, and you were like nine, you know, hands down is 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 the one to go with. So that's uh, that's what I did. Uh, I jumped in headfirst on it originally, and then I kind of put it down for a while. I had a lot of other games going on, other things, but I do keep periodically coming back to it. I'm on disc two, so okay. yeah, not too bad. Um, right now, I'm at the uh, I can't think of the name of the town. But I'm uh, essentially out on the world map. I've been out there for a bit now. Um, I'm at this town, and there's uh, like an auction house. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, shit. What's the name of the town? I know exactly where you're talking about. Um, cause is that where you're with Garnet and yes. Rusty? Yep. Yep. So um, exactly right. So I'm, I'm, I'm there now. I've kind of done everything there is to do inside Trino. the town. You know, that's what it's called. What is it? Trino, T-R-E-N-O. Trino, yep, yep, that's correct. Yep, that's what it is. It's like a, looks like a circle, sort of on the map, kind of like a like a castle-y circle. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've kind of done everything. I've I've exploited the auction house for the only item that's worth it. Um, you know, and actually, what I'm doing right now is I'm just hanging out outside the, uh, outside of the city and uh, leveling up my characters a bit. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm actually hoping to, uh, after the podcast, play a little bit of that and relax before I uh, pass out uh, tonight. So, uh, you know, uh, it's a good game, Matt. I, I really like it. The story's fun. Um, you know, the I like that it's it's one of the first, uh, I think it's it might be the second possible. I know you can't use the analog sticks on 7, 
I don't know about eight, but nine, you can use the analog sticks, which makes life so much more enjoyable playing playing that game. Oh yeah, um, no, you can use the analog in eight. Oh okay, all right. Joyful, so I mean, but yeah, so um, you know, that's uh, that's sort of those. That's everything I'm really playing at the moment. We got one more, but we'll talk about it uh, in a bit on uh, on pickups. Unless you just want me to talk about it now. No, no, we, uh, we can talk about them pickups. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, again, that's it for me. Um, I'll try to get something a little more fun, uh, something I can go a little bit in depth about uh, for next week. Uh, but for now, that's it. Matt, what are you playing? You've got some cool stuff on your list I'm looking at. Yeah, so I'll start off with I already gushed over it last week, and that's Players Unknown Battlegrounds. Still playing the hell. I mean, I haven't been playing it as much, especially this past weekend since I was kind of down. Um, yeah. I don't. I didn't really play much of anything, but it's still such a good game. It's so much fun. Um, so they they just started this new game mode, and I haven't tried right. it yet, but I've watched some videos on it. It's a zombie mode, where apparently it's I think between five to ten people are the quote unquote hunters that have to like you know get in an area and try to you know wall off and defend yourself, and the other eighty to ninety no. Yeah, the, the other 90 to 95 people are the um, zombies, and they can only use melee weapons. So, yeah, you. So it's basically you between five to ten people. You're all huddled up in a house, having to just defend yourselves against. So, if you're on zombie side, do you have like uh, you have a better like life bar or something like? Do you have more hit points? How does that work, or is it the same? Um, I think it's the same, but um, it's, well, I mean, just think about it. I mean, of course, people who are in the front lines are going to die, but you have a, a swarm of 90 people coming after you. You know, it's going to be pretty hard to survive that. And the one thing That's I love true, about yeah. this game is you have limited ammo, too. So you can't just always waste it all the time. No, no pray and spray uh, nope. mentality going on. Dude, that game, you have gotten me... I, I'm Confession, man, actually. So I haven't played anything else this, this week, but I have watched quite a bit of footage of this game since you tell, told me about it last week, Matt. i, I got to have it. Um, I actually meant to link the news article, and I completely forgot, but it is confirmed they're bringing it to console. So. Oh, that is, that's cool. I, I may, pff, I've already got it on PC. If you get it on console, I may buy it again because it's, it's that good. Dude, I, it's got me by the brain, dude. I'm, I'm itching to actually check it out and play it. It looks fucking phenomenal, man. So, um, yeah, just keep me posted on on uh, how it how it's you know shaping up and everything. I hope that when it launches, it comes out on console. I hope we don't have to wait. That'd be fucking terrible. Well, I know, like I said, it's in early access in PC right now, and they're they they do monthly patches for it right now. But those patches okay. are like huge bug fixes and introducing new stuff like they're introducing a new vehicle um they're introducing some new weapons to some new guns i can't remember the names of them but it's cool that they're at least trying new stuff you know and and they're constantly fixing stuff too i feel like and i might be wrong and i'm not playing it so I, i really i guess i wouldn't be the best authority on this but i do feel like this is maybe one of the largest most uh, successful pre-release betas like ever um, I feel like it's just it's gotten so much hype it's all everybody talks about it's all everybody wants to play it's all everybody wants to stream and it's in a it's still a beta um, would it, would it you be? know and I'm most almost, betas are like short 
I'd almost want to argue Minecraft might be bigger or would have been bigger because that was That's beta true. for a long time. But yeah, may, maybe this is taking the rain. I'd have to look that up, you know, look up numbers because like I said, I remember when Minecraft came out in beta, everybody went insane. I, got, I actually got mine in alpha and I think I still have my Minecraft account. Hopefully it didn't go away when Microsoft bought it, but well, it is Microsoft, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but it's just it's it it just feels weird that a beta has is is this huge and this successful and and yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just it's not normal. You know, I mean, you hear about like the early try betas and things like that, but they only last what a week or a weekend. So yeah. they don't really have a chance. This is just like, hey, you pay thirty bucks, you can come play while we work on it. <laughs> well, what's you also know? cool because a lot of developers are starting to do this now, but a lot of people have bad taste for early access games like this because a developer will, you know, work on it for a little bit and then not touch it for a whole year and never officially release it. So basically they t- they took your money and ran. With these guys seem to be constantly working on this, you know, every month releasing a big patch and if there's any groundbreaking bugs they'll fix it right away and they're constantly in touch with the fans of saying hey this is what we're working on and you can even play with the developers too they have like a special session every couple weeks where you can play with them that's insane dude and it's like it's it's so simple it's stupid right that concept that whole like model like why wouldn't you I don't know, it just seems like, you know, other companies are so taboo and everything, and it's like, you know what, as secretive as you want to make it seem what you are, you know, what, or what game you're making, and, 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 you know, you want to have a big release and all that, look at what this game, who's essentially almost transparent, look what it's accomplishing, you know, so it's... Yeah, it's a good, and the company's it's a good, basically a nobody. I told, I, we talked about the developer name last week, and I'd never heard of him. Yeah, um, Blue Hole? That, yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, well... Good job, guys. Yeah. So, other than that, I've been playing StarCraft 2 lately, still. But um, I've been mainly playing the single-player campaign again. Because uh, it's been a while since I've even played the single-player campaigns. And there's there's still really fun campaigns. Even if you aren't good at real-time strategy games or even StarCraft in general, the campaigns are worth playing. I remember, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, no, I never played two. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of uh, one. So, uh, so were you playing, wait, were you playing StarCraft one last week or StarCraft two as well? No, playing StarCraft two. StarCraft two, we were talking about StarCraft one. I'm sorry, man. Oh, no, it's okay, but, um, not like, like I said, I'm, I'm almost done with the first game's campaign. I think I've just got three missions left, and then I'll be starting the second game's campaign. Because it's divided into three three games. StarCraft's one of those games too. Like you can just pick up. Like you come home from work, it's real quick to jump into it and and just start playing a campaign like that or to get through. And and it really does a good job of, of taking your attention. So like if you really want something to kind of help you disconnect or, or relieve some stress or and and quick no hassles, it seems like that's actually a really good game because it does completely require your focus. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah. Um, you know, you've got you got you know you're you're gathering resources. You're you know you're you're upgrading this. You're doing that. You know, uh, you're sending troops here. You know this and that. It's 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 pretty cool like that. I don't know, man. I maybe I should uh, I should break down and install that off of Steam, or I mean off a of BattleNet and uh, maybe give it a go. Do it. I can train you. 
<laughs> Give me a pair of chopsticks and uh, catch some flies. Yes. Um, no, my buddy Alec over at So Your Father's a Nerd, he picked up StarCraft 2. I guess they had a bundle deal where you can buy all three games for like 30 bucks or something, which that is worth it. For th- That's a steal, yeah. For 30 bucks, just the amount of just single player, or not single player, but if you don't want to get into ladder you know going 1v1 against people because you're i don't you're too nervous to do that or you're not good enough there's still so much content to do there's all the story missions which that is in and itself like each game takes about maybe 10 15 hours maybe even more to complete just for the single player campaigns and then um and then they have the co-op missions too which those are a lot of fun as well um, I love I love a good co-op story mode uh, or or mission uh, you know series anything like that that's always fun. And it's then, nice to oh yeah. When uh, and then um and then of course what made StarCraft One famous was the user made maps. There are tons and tons of user made maps that you can play as well. You want to? I remember one of my favorite user made maps was it's you and another team you have to destroy the other team's base and the way you do it is by it's you'll see words flying at your base and you have to type the words before they hit your before they hit your base whoa what yeah <laughs> what is what is this like uh the typing dead on dreamcast dude <laughs> holy shit yeah it, and it's it sounds dumb but it's actually pretty fun playing it, it, it a few times because you'll just get weird ass words being flown at you um there's Jeez, I remember playing this this one user made map. Oh, I don't even remember what it was called, but do you remember um that one scare game PT or Amnesia? No, I can't say that I do. Um well it's there they have um like jump scare games in StarCraft 2. Hell, they've got MMOs that people have made in StarCraft 2. Inside StarCraft 2. Holy shit. People have remade Diablo One in StarCraft Two, <laughs> and, and I mean it's, I mean it's not the greatest, but it's a pretty good faithful remake. And there, there's someone working on Diablo Two right now, and I played a beta of it. And that's that's Blizzardception, dude. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's a Blizzard game inside a Blizzard game. <laughs> it is, and it's that Diablo Two beta I played is like it's like you're playing Diablo Two. The I mean the controls are off if you've played a lot of Diablo 2. I mean, you and I would, especially you, you would tell right away it's not Diablo 2, but they they straight up took the artwork from Diablo 2 and put it in StarCraft 2. Oh, Jesus. They applied all the textures and everything for it. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Modding is is amazing, isn't it? Oh, dude, and I've played, um... God, it's... there's, There's just so much crap to do. Um... Like I said, there's so much content for 30 bucks. It's worth it if you really are interested in the story mode and the co-op mode. But even if you don't want to pay for it, you can play all the user-made maps for free. You know, the exciting thing about this that's possibly going to sway me into actually taking advantage of this is it'll play on my shit boxes. Yeah, that's true. So, um, you know, pretty fun shit. Um, again, uh, Matt is yet uh, one more time sponsored by Blizzard uh, Entertainment uh, of America. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> As he, he 
praises everything that is StarCraft. Uh, everything that is Blizzard, pretty much. I mean, shit. Yeah, no doubt. Well, it's like like that story I had last week. They, they've got me forever. I mean, they already did, but they they cemented it. Um, they're, they're just fucking video game, just magical, like, gypsies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, but um, the next game I've been playing is Super Castlevania 4. Mm. Uh, I've been... I don't know. I've just been really wanting a good platformer lately. And even though I've only been playing it on an emulator, I I haven't bought it yet. Oh, I, do, I, I do. No, I know. I do plan on picking it up. But um, it's I've been really wanting to play Castlevania 4 and also playing... Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night for PlayStation 1. Oh, okay, that's a PS1 one. Okay, yep, I'm yeah. familiar with it. So I, I've just only been playing Castlevania 4 so far, and I gotta tell you, that game's freaking hard. I I can beat the first two levels, no problem. Level 3, there's just... God, and I don't know if it's just because of the hit detection or the way the jumping is kind of wonky, but there's just some platforming that just absolutely pisses me off in it well a good platformer should though i mean if it's too easy you know if the platforming is too easy i mean what's essentially the point yeah um, i'm looking at it here um you might have to grab a, a repro on that they're uh they're getting expensive they're all right around 60 bucks for a loose cart uh repros are about uh, 15 to 30 um but if you're you're buying it to play there's nothing wrong with a repro um, yeah. It's not like it's not like you're hurting Nintendo, you know, at this point for something that's you know going on thirty years old, so twenty yeah. years old at least, or Konami or anything. But yeah, anyway, I mean, it, it's been a really fun game. I definitely recommend trying it out. It's it, and the one thing I was really surprised about is the music in the game is actually really good in this game. I was surprised at how catchy a lot of the the levels theme songs are. Can we can we talk about video game music for a quick second here? Sure, we could have a whole freaking episode on it. I, I you know what, Matt? I'm I'm thinking we should. Like seriously, that's kind of where I was going with this. Like, all right, so when I was uh, when I was younger, Matt, uh, punk ass uh, Matt, we'll call him, uh, teenage Matt. I wasn't super into the video game music, um, and I and I found it sort of nerdy, right? But let me tell you something, man. Over the years, now there's always you can't deny there's always been a song from any from a video game in your head at some point, okay? Especially if you're oh. a gamer, so you know that's a given. But I'll tell you what, man. As I get older and older, it's just like, dude, I'm, I'm starting to look for this stuff to find a way to listen to it in my car. You know, like it's just it's something to it, man. It's almost like gaming when you can't game, and and you know what I mean, like um, or or you know some of these guys. I mean, when they do the scores for these games, I mean they. You know, even the chip, the chip tune stuff. You know that that's done on, you know, by the system and generated. Like it's very intricate. It's very, you know what I mean. Like they're making some awesome music, and um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I, maybe I'm changing. Maybe everybody else was like this, and I'm catching up. But man, no, it, it's. I've always really been in the music because mainly due to Final Fantasy. Um, I mean, if you look at my my Apple iTunes library or whatever, you'll see uh, under Nobuyo Uematsu, um, you'll see a shit ton of all the Final Fantasy songs under there. He's a, he's an amazing, amazing freaking composer, man. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
No, but um. So yeah, Castlevania Four has uh, Super Castlevania Four has um has some pretty solid music. I'm I'm gonna check it out. Oh yeah, it's even just play the game. I mean, just I mean, hell, I mean, I I know we're kind of against ROMs or whatever, but you know, when I want to play a game, it's it it's it's just what I want to do. It's what I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that fix, man. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing the same for Symphony of the Night, but that game isn't too expensive from what I saw. It was like 30 bucks. When that's I totally doable. Yeah. But, um, so. oh, and that's what I went to go look up when I tried to go to the game shop the other night, and it was closed super early. The same one that we're going to the uh, the tournament for, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand the 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 hours scheme. It seems like they they close right when the gamers are are, are crawling out of bed. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, man. But um, no. So that's it for actual video gaming. Uh, my wife has been really getting into the Pokemon card game, which I think I mentioned before last week, and we've been mm-hmm. playing that. And goddamn, she kicks my ass all the time. And <laughs> and I do have to say, there's. One big thing I don't like about the Pokemon card game, and even I noticed it when I played the online game, is once some when someone has an advantage over you, it is way hard to come back from that. Like if you're the person that's down and you're pretty much going to stay there. The, is that what you're Butler, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. It just sounded like it died for a Uh-oh. second. Yeah, this internet, internet be damned. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, but no, so what you're saying is like you can't, when you're down, you stay down, essentially. There is no coming back from that. Yeah, it seems like it's really hard to come back from. And granted, we're not playing top tier competitive decks or anything. So, I mean, take it for what you will. It's just once someone gets that advantage, you're kind of, you're kind of done. And, and that's where, that's what I like about Magic the Gathering more is even if someone has the advantage, it's very easy to turn the game around because you could wipe their board. You could, you know, all of a sudden. There's know, tons of ways to stop their drive, essentially. Yeah. They're, they're throw them off of their, uh, their, their course, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not going to lie. It puts, it puts a slight smile on my face to hear that you're, you're getting destroyed in a card game, though, uh, Mr. Magic. <laughs> so. Ah, uh, it's, it's it's slightly nice to hear. Uh, what a, it, it's, I mean, how we played Magic um, couple days ago too, and she kicked my butt in it. Uh, we were playing my cube, which is where, you know, you build a deck on the fly, and all that. And I decided to be a little bit. I decided to build a deck that was a little cheeky, and try to be. It was slow but really powerful. And she decided to build something really fast and quick so it was just we had sort of the opposite kind of deck archetypes where you know if she wasn't so fast i'd be able to take her down but oh well it was a lot of fun though that is cool man so mtg cube huh uh that's uh you you told me about this actually we still need to check this out we need to uh, we need to play this because um I, I'm not I'm not one to be that deep into magic, so just being able to quickly kind of build a deck and go like there's there's a lot of appeal to to somebody like me for that, you know? Yeah, the the one thing that it, the best way to describe Cube is it's like a Magic the Gathering board game 
where you take it with you, you have some buddies, and you all build a quick deck and play. Pretty solid shit, man. Yeah, and it's the one thing I do really like about Cube is as the designer of the cube, I decide what cards go in. You know, I try my best to balance all the colors and make sure there's a lot of fun cards to play into. Um, I mean, I have, I do have plans for adding in two cards. One's called Demonic Pack. It, it gives you four choices each time it's the beginning of your turn. And three of the choices are really powerful choices like hey you get to draw cards your opponent loses life but the last choice is you lose the game but the way you the way you get around that is there's another card called donate or harmless offering where you get to give one of your one of your cards out on the battlefield to your opponent so you can give that card to your opponent and they lose the game if they can't get rid of it gotcha that's pretty (laughs) funny so it's like hot potato magic card hot potato yeah no, but um, yeah, that's as far as what I've been pretty much up to as far as gaming goes. Do you want to get into some recent pickups? We can, but really quick before we do that, um, it looks like neither one of us is really uh, currently playing anything that's all that new. Um, I mean, I mean, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I, I guess, is new. I mean, it's been out for a while. I mean, I played the new features of it, but and that being said new oh i'm sorry there you go okay well that is but that's also a beta so let's talk let's talk real quick here is there anything getting ready to come out that you um have your eye on uh that that uh, that, that uh, you're gonna actually sink some hours into or you foresee yourself sinking some hours into because i'm thinking about it here matt and i'm actually cruising over some websites right now all the shit i wanted to play is delayed as fuck well there is two games actually um, one of them we're going to be talking about in the news story. Right. And then um, the other one is Mario Odyssey. I want to play that so bad. So that's what, holiday though? Yeah. But other than God, that, is so anything coming out in the near time, like say in a month or two? No. Well, say for the summer. Like, uh, or, or are we stuck uh, in the, the retro uh, realm, whether we like it or not, for the summer? Um. Yeah, probably. And you know, I'm okay with that honestly yeah it's the backlog it's nice to get through it you know and get show some attention to the things that uh, you 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 have all the intentions of playing or or wanting to check out and just never do so yeah for sure i've got a Uh, backlog always yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right yeah so we we can we can move on to uh to recent pickups it's a little weak uh this week again we've both been pretty busy and everything but i do have something and um kind of funny i'm gonna it's kind of more of a play i think last week i said i had picked up uh, nba jam on the sega cd yeah so uh, another thing i picked up another sega cd game um simply because i got it for i think like 12 dollars, and it is mint it even has like the little um i don't know if you know this but uh, or if the listeners are, are aware or familiar with sega cd but the sega cd cart cases you notice how like how big they are yeah that was to make them stand out from regular CD cases. Well, they're freaking they're massive and they're really ungangly and they don't they don't you know they don't fit anywhere really well. But one of the things they had to do is is they had to put this little foam insert that just kind of floats around in there and they put it on top of the disc. And I never really realized what it was for. I figured, well, the CD snapped in. I mean, nothing's really going to happen to the CD. But I just haven't had a complete or nice uh, Sega CD game until I got this Mortal Kombat. 
um, and notice that the booklet sags in the middle because these cases are so big. So they put this foam piece in there to keep the booklet kind of pressed up against the outside of the case so that it looks better. So really funny shit, but that that's how mint I got this copy of Mortal Kombat for the Sega CD for, for like I said, like 12 bucks retail at a store too. It even has that piece of foam still in there, and uh, I realized what that's for. I thought that's funny. It's like you guys wanted to stand out on the shelves, but you made something that's like seriously so inferior you have to put a loose piece of foam in. It's just, I don't know. Something else, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, I remember, I remember seeing the that because I, I saw that um, when you picked it up. Oh, that's right. You did see that one, as a matter of fact, um, in person. That's right. Um, remember how, that game even has like stories and stuff in the in the book. You remember those days? Oh my god! Yeah, that that would always be one of my favorite things. Like you go you go to the store buy a game and then you open it up on the way home and get to read the instruction manual. You know, yeah, and what, actually get something useful out of it or feel entertained. <laughs> yeah. No, none of that. I mean, it still has all your usual buttons and, and shit like that, uh, which with the original Mortal Kombat uh, on any form of Genesis, Sega CD or not, is not very involved. Uh, the control scheme is very minimal. Um, so but how, yeah. How is it on the Sega CD? I don't think I've ever played it on Sega CD. So, again, you know, we talked about this before. The Sega CD is limited. Uh, to the same, I think, 64 colors on screen at any time, like like the Genesis, because it runs through the Genesis. Yeah. Um, so, you know, don't expect much in the way of graphics or anything uh, on this game. It, it's, you know, they're all pre-rendered sprites and pre-rendered backgrounds and things like that, which was all the rage back then. It sort of started with, with Mortal Kombat and, and, and Donkey Kong and Killer Instinct. Um you know, so it, it it looks the same as pretty much any other system you've played it on. I feel like the Genesis ones, although the controls feel a little more um, responsive, and it might be you know due to the faster processor in the Genesis or not, but I always feel like the Super Nintendo Mortal Kombat's look better. Um, I don't know. Did you did you play them on both systems back in the day? Um, yeah, I had them. See, when my parents first divorced, my my mom had the Super Nintendo. My dad had the Sega. So I had Mortal Kombat on both systems. And I always liked it on the Sega better. So you liked it on the Sega better. Now, is that just how it played better or the controller layout? Or did you think it looked better? I think it was. It looked better. And I think I liked the controller layout better. I, I agree. I really like the six-button controller for fighting games um, that you can play with a lot of, a lot of Genesis games. Um, just because when you play on the super, like your trigger, your top two trigger buttons are, are yeah. alternate buttons, you know, uh, you know, so I, I always like the Genesis, uh, maybe it's the OCD in me, but just having all your kick buttons in a row and all your punch buttons in a row. And that's the end of it, um, was always nice. Um, I, I feel like, I don't know, Matt, now, now you're making me question it. Maybe I just don't remember how shitty Mortal Kombat looks in general. Um, so I'll have to, I think I have like Mortal Kombat 3 on the Super. I'll have to pop it in and do and do a comparison. But I wasn't impressed, Matt. I wasn't impressed with how it looked. It plays fine. It plays normal. It does have some real actual music being Sega CD, which, again, we talked about before, is all Sega CD really brings to the plate. Um, there's yeah. a couple exclusives and some of that full motion video stuff you get out of the CD, but mostly it's the audio. You're getting like real wave files, like studio quality stuff. So... 
And again, that's that's pretty much pretty much all you get. There is one awesome, awesome thing that it adds, Matt, and I'm going to let you guess as to what it is. What does Mortal Kombat on the Sega CD bring to the Genesis that it was lacking before? Load times? Load times, that's right. We got glorious, unbearable load times on this game. So if you like Mortal Kombat just the way it is, but you just want to wait a little longer, pick it up for the Sega CD. That's my recommendation. Sounds good to me. Yeah, no, it's it's you know it's it's Mortal Kombat, dude. But uh, the, it's cool. It's a neat piece. It's cool. It's cool to hold. It's you know super minty. The one that I got. So I mean, eh. oh well. No, but I mean that that's cool. I haven't. When it comes to me, I have not picked up anything. Um, let me just double check. Yeah, no, I haven't. So. Well, sort of. We we didn't really touch on this too much, and and it's not like this week or anything. But you did pick up. Uh, um, you're you're sort of redoing your your gaming room, your game area for all your retro stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I guess you could count that. Yeah, I mean, didn't you pick up like a like a TV stand and all that for it and everything? Yeah, I picked up a pretty nice um, TV stand on offer up for twenty bucks. I mean, made out of real wood and like nice that. and sturdy. Oh yeah, that fucker would be hard to break. Like you'd have to really, really try to break it. And um, yeah, for twenty bucks, and got that all set up, and I got a really awesome CRT TV from some random guy. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. No, but no, and I, I know I've said it before, but thanks for the TV. It's um. Oh, dude, no. It's it's um. Yeah, it's it's a really good TV too. It's a sweet little CRT, man. It's got S-Video, which is great. You know, a lot of those old TVs, people didn't spring for the one that did that. And pretty much almost every single retro console supports S-Video. And S-Video on a CRT, I know some people are turning your nose up to S-Video, but actually S-Video on a CRT is nice and solid. The The colors are always better on a CRT versus LCD, uh, just in general, uh, when it comes to the old consoles, unless you start getting into some of the higher-end solutions. Um, so, you know, the colors look a little washed out when you hook up via composite <clears throat> on a, on a LCD, but when you hook it up to a CRT, the colors always seem to be there, right? They're pretty vibrant. Um, but yeah. the problem yeah. with that is that you get like the, 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 the crappy nut soft edges or the blurred edges or the rainbow edges on everything. So when you go to S video, uh, it, it, it completely stops that. Um, which is great. So, I mean, you know, y- you take that with the CRT and, and you take it with the S-Video cables, which are cheap and easy to get for any system, and they output it natively, and you have got one hell of a, of a retro setup. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I was uh, super stoked to have somebody to, to, to that's going to use that for exactly what it needs to be used for. Um, I just ran out of space. I, I tried keeping it in my garage uh, for a while, but it took up, like, all of my work, my available space on my workbench. <laughs> So, <laughs> I was like, I guess I got to give this thing up. So, uh, you happened to be looking, and, and uh, it got a nice home, man. So, pretty sweet. Yeah, no, man. Um, it's ridiculously good. And, yeah, my uh, Zoe was playing Super Mario World on it just tonight, and it's, it's, she is starting to slowly get better at it. She's able to beat the first couple le- levels, at least. Dude, if you if you've never played like we take it for granted because we played these games for our whole lives now, you know, 
if you've never played that, you know, Mario and shit, I don't care who you are, you know, young or old, it's, it is challenging, man. You got You have to develop that muscle memory, that feel, you know, it's, it's approachable. Like anybody can kind of grasp the concept and get in it and start having a good time. But it, that, that muscle memory that we all have, you know, with that, where you fly through it and all that and the control, like you really have to build that up. I think a lot of people uh, don't pay attention to that. Yeah, it, it, it really is <clears throat> interesting you say that because, you know, you and I, we've been playing Mario games forever, and I still notice I do the same thing. Like, when I first picked up Super Mario, or the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U, dude, I breezed through that game. I didn't try to find, you know, the secret levels and all that. I'm just... Just burned through it. Burned through it, and then, you know, I complained, oh, this is way too easy. You know, I didn't try to find all the star coins or whatever the crap. So I, I pretty much do the same thing. Um, uh, of course, I share play it with with uh, Melissa and Aiden. They, they 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 love those games as well, and they spent some time looking for that. But like when I sit down to play it, I did the same thing as you. I just ran through the levels, and then like I go back or I'll watch uh, Melissa be playing, and she's spending all this time in the same spot, and I sit down and watch what she's doing, and she yeah she's trying to get extra stuff, and I feel like that is where the challenge lies. So it's like yeah they they make it so um, you know anybody can sort of get through it. Um, but you know, to truly master it, you know, there it's, it's really, it's elegant, right? Like their their game design is is actually pretty good in that way. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, I, I hate to sound like a Nintendo fanboy, but I mean, man, their IPs are just nobody's even close, man. Uh, they're just not. What do you mean for consoles or IP? Just uh, and you know, their their own properties, their own games. Uh, as far as development, you think somebody's got it better than Nintendo? Oh, you mean the amount of original? well, just yeah, in quality and and you know, I mean, I I don't think anybody touches Nintendo, man. I mean, who who's out there? Sony, Blizzard. Eh. Well, but they don't have a console though. They don't. They're not a hardware oh, manufacturer. Okay, okay. Sure, I see what you're talking about. Um, yeah, Nintendo would pretty much be the only one if you if you're just talking about. It's not even close, really. And, and the IPs. Yeah. I, if, I, I if just, we're talking about just IPs when it comes to games, Blizzard would kind of go challenge Blizzard. that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are. Okay, um, about maybe 10 years ago, I would have said Square Enix, but with the shit they put out now, I'm just like, no. Final Fantasy yeah. 15 was a really fucking good game, but... But what else have they done for us lately? You know? Uh, yeah, no, all, all the other bullshit they put out. It's for every one game they do that's really good, they've put out 20 terrible games. Now, if we're talking um, overall uh, of all time and not counting what they do nowadays, I'm going to go ahead and throw Konami in there because, yeah, they're, they're, they're terrible as of late, but, um, dude, I mean, they, they crushed it in the NES and SNES and, and, and Genesis days. Um, and, even, and even into the the, the next gen, uh, you know, the PS One and, and things like that, like they oh. they killed it, man. I don't know. Konami might be one of those uh, one of the top contenders if if you go all time. Yeah, but mm. dude, but, so many properties from Konami. Well, man. no, so no, many. no. I, I completely agree. But when we talk about you know nowadays, it's just sort of like yeah. Oh, they're a fucking joke, bro. Yeah. What they make pachinko machines now or some shit? I, I don't know what their business model is. It's like they had this legendary freaking developer, you know? They kept him unhappy and pissy, 
and stopped him from doing what he wanted to do. And then they cast him away, and and you know he can't do anything under under any of the names that he created the games for them for. And they make, yeah, they make yeah. freaking shitty ass. Uh, what are they called? Would you just say they were pachinko yeah. machines? Pachinko machines. Yeah, like what the fuck, man. Like great business model, guys. You guys are really you guys are really knocking it out of the park. Oh yeah, yeah. and. They're the reason why the end of Metal Gear Solid Five is completely terrible from everything I've read. I, I refuse to get that game. I hear the game is really, really good. Gameplay is great, but the storyline for the single player is incomplete, apparently. That, I've heard the exact same thing, Matt. Um, and so, all right, um, Melissa's, uh, Melissa's cousin, uh, he plays, he plays, he's been playing Metal Gear Solid Five, and he, I think he's getting pretty far into it now. And he showed me some gameplay footage of it. And it, it looks it looks badass, dude. It looks phenomenal. Like when I see that, like I really want to play it. But then when he leaves, right, and I'm not thinking about it anymore, and it comes up like a couple days later or something, all I think about, or I start reading reviews if I'm gonna go like buy it on Amazon or something, is that yeah. is that the ending is shit. And it just I don't know. I guess maybe that's keeping me away from it, just because like I don't want to see it happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's definitely keeping me away from it because that Metal Gear Solid, you kind of play that for the story, you know. I, I mean, that's the only thing you'd play it for, absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, it's it's still fun gameplay, and it's it's very tight controls oh. and things like that. But no, yeah, it is. It's the story. I mean, that's the saga of it. That's why you keep coming back to it, and and to totally fuck it over, you know, it's just it makes no sense to me, man. What other game can get away with five minutes of gameplay and then a thirty-minute cutscene? <laughs> Not very many, man. I wish I was joking, but that's literally how the game is. <laughs> you're you're right. You're right. It is. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can go on and on about it. You want to get into some news stories? Yeah, man, let's, because we've got some, some shit that's really eating at me. Uh, and, you want to jump talk right about the first it. one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, because it, it kind of pisses me off, too. Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Uh, as you guys know, Matt and I, although we don't agree on our lists where this game falls and what number of our top five or top ten lists, but we both are big fans of Red Dead Redemption. Um, And I will concede, even though it doesn't make my top five or maybe not even my top ten games of all time, I will say this was the best PS3 game I played. Okay, all right. So I almost accept your apology. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But... So we're we're Matt and I, uh, hands down, huge fans of this game. Very well done. I mean, it's it, it it's Rockstar. You want to call it mainstream, whatever. I don't care. You know, Grand Theft Auto is fucking great too. If you don't, if you think that it's not, then there's I don't know. There's something wrong with you. But um, but anyways, we we so Red Dead Redemption comes out of Rockstar. Uh, generally, uh, so what we saw the last time it was out is it was on the sort of like the beta platform for what initially ended up being Grand Theft Auto Five as far as the weapon selection went, some of the, the, the cover mechanics. Um, it has a very, you know, the menu system and, and, and the controls. It's, it's, you can tell that it's, a, it's an early version of what ultimately ended up being Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know Red Dead Redemption, of course, okay, so coming with that background, what is it? Well, it, it's, it's Grand Theft Auto in the Old West. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's it's no different. Um, it's all themed. It's done impeccably well. The voice acting is fucking great. Um, how, dude? I mean, look how good the graphics the graphics looked on the first one on PS3. Uh, let me pull it up. It's been a while since. 
it, you know, I don't know if screenshots are, are going to really do it, but like I fired that game up um, not too long ago, maybe a couple months now on the PS3. And I mean, just the environment, it looks so good. And that game's 720p. It's not even 1080 like Grand Theft Auto ultimately ended up being. And it just looks great. So, I mean, uh, you know, it, it literally checks every box for me, Matt. And that's why I rank it so high, I think is because the third the, the third person controls are some of the best third person controls that are out there. The environments are amazing, interactive. They don't yeah. feel hollow and and boring, you know. They're very lively. Stuff's going on. Everything's animated. You know, the story is great. The voice acting is great. The 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 length of time it takes you to play it is is perfect. You know, they usually support it with with DLC. You know, it just it it, it just checks so many boxes for me Red Dead and that's why I I, I hold it so close. Um, are, are you got any uh, screenshots pulled up? Yeah, no, nah, and I'm looking up the uh, sunset screenshot, and man, it still looks so good. For, I mean, for a last-gen console, it's great, and, and and I'm sure, you know, there's modders and stuff out there that could apply modern shit to it. But I mean, for the time, and for me to turn it on recently and still be like, yeah, no, I could play this, you know. A lot of modern games don't hold up real well with their, you know, with their graphics, you know what I mean? Like, they're good at the time, and you know, you have a great time with it, but if you come back five, ten years later, a lot of times they don't hold up, you know? Oh, yeah, there, um, there's definitely some PS2 and PS3 games you try to play now, and it's just, yeah, it's it's hard. Oh, man, there there really is. Uh, I'm looking at my PS2 collection uh, the other day, seeing if I wanted to play something on there, and, you know, I keep coming back to the same old games, and it's because these other ones are just, you know... Like I, I used to play SOCOM like crazy on the PS2. Matt, it's it's not playable. <laughs> it's really not. Like it's bad. The controls are all off. Like they've really dialed in controls for shooters now. Like it's not. You, you take it for granted the button layout that we're all used to, you know. But it didn't have it back then. It wasn't even an option, you know. Graphically, it's very chunky. It's hard to see in the distance, you know. So, nah, you know, it, it, some of that shit does def- definitely does not hold up. You're right. Um, so Red Dead Redemption 2 was announced, um, and, uh, we, Matt and I got giddy, uh, you know, schoolgirls. we were super stoked about it, basically take our money, you know, pre-order, when's it coming out, we were told the fall, uh, you know, we fell for it, cause Rockstar, and, uh, you know, we were super happy, this was gonna be something we were gonna play well through the holidays, Matt, uh, I would assume, oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, sure. talk about it every day, you know, shit like that, um, and these assholes, uh, in typical, uh, you know, uh, rock star fashion, have delayed it until spring of 2018. And I, for one, will not stand for it, Matt. You won't stand? What are you going to do? Not play it? I'm going to sit here and take it. And the second it comes out, I will have it. That's what I'm going to do. Are we going to do a um, Grand Theft Auto 5 thing where we do the midnight release? Uh, I, oh, that would be fun, wouldn't it? We should go to the same one, though, this yeah. time. Yeah. That would be fun. When Grand Theft Auto V came out, Matt and I, we uh, we were at different uh, GameStops on the phone uh, talking about uh, all the uh, the activities that were happening around us and the, the madness of Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, yeah. Dude, all of a sudden I forget the guy right in front of me. He, I don't remember what like what we were talking about but he just said like man i can't wait to go home load this up smoke some blunts and rob some banks <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> you're like well 
uh, I, I saw a dude. Uh, he uh, he came out and he was he had the first one. He was the first guy to get it, and he's like he's just holding it in everybody's face coming through the line, you know, talking about. It, and he totally tripped and busted his ass, and everybody laughed at him. So that was pretty awesome. Oh, he deserved it. He he did. He wasn't doing it like to be cool. Like, hey, check it out, guys. He was like, you know, you suck. I'm going to play it first. Bam, face plant. Totally made my friggin' night. <laughs> that alone. This time, if we do it, we need to take the day off, like, the next day. God, how are we going to... Ah, oh, f- fuck, Brian listens. <laughs> how are we going to um, work that out? <laughs> this is going to be a year from now, so I don't give a shit. He's going to forget. Good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, I, I think we should, man. I think we should. And then maybe uh, maybe even twitch it up for a bit while we play. I oh. think that'd be cool, man. But... Um, we'll see if it comes out in spring. Uh, I would not be surprised if it's delayed or at least pushed to the last possible date that can be considered spring. But it, it really is a hit to me, Matt, because it's just now spring is ending. So you, you, essentially it's delayed a year. You know, we were promised it late this year, which yeah. I was coming to terms with. But, you know, what this is is essentially delaying it by half a year. Um, you know... They, you know, they, 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 they have this quote, uh, let's see if I can find it, where they're trying to stick up for themselves here, um, basically saying that, you know, they're, uh, let's see, Rockstar has delayed pretty much. Okay, we are very sorry for any disappointment this delay causes, but we are firm believers in delivering a game only when it's ready. Um, okay, but a half a year delayed? Like you mean to tell me? So maybe maybe don't make such a, a a tight goal originally. I mean, half a year. I, that's just I don't know, man. We're we're gonna buy it, but I'm not happy for yeah, sure. No, it's. I mean, in the positive side, you can look at this is at least it gives them more time to polish up the game. You know? That's true. That is true. And I will say this, that the one on PS3 was very polished by the time that we got our grubby hands on it. So, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Hopefully hopefully it will be a better game than what we would have gotten it had it come out in the fall this year. It had damn well better. And, you know, another thing that I think you brought up today at work, Matt, um, that is kind of shitty and would actually make it better is that Grand Theft Auto V has yet to come out with DLC for uh, for single player. Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of worried about with Red Dead Redemption 2, that it's going to fall into the Grand Theft Auto V trap. While Grand Theft Auto V Online is really fun, like Yumi and Super Fanboy Brian had a lot of fun playing it. Oh, absolutely. It's just, I still really enjoy the single player DLC of Grand Theft Auto 4, though. That was some really good single player stuff oh man they had so many of them um the, the ballad of gay tony uh what was the biker one um oh, i mean yeah yeah it, it was like whole other games man i mean they were like no less than 20 hours of gameplay if not more each you know um well even actually well red dead maybe there's hope for red dead because they did uh they did um undead nightmare uh for for the first red dead which was essentially a whole nother game uh, sort of alternate. I still universe. have not played yet. I need to play that. Oh, it's it's pretty good, man. It's a nice departure from it. it it's in it's you know it's it's in the the zombie genre, zombie genre, which was you know uh, was popular at the time and still kind of uh, lingers around. Um, but 
if you look at it more like uh, you know some weird shit has gone down, you know, in the Red Dead world, and you've got to take you've got to handle business, and you know it's sort of uh, a wasteland. Uh, there's no stores or anything because everybody's been eaten. <laughs> Um, it, it's kind of fun, man. It, it, it's it, I think it holds up. I, I would replay it absolutely, but you know, uh, this new model they have is like only you know catered to online, and online is is fun and all. But when you're trying to be serious about it, like this late in the game, like you and I, we can't jump in and do missions in, in Grand Theft Auto Online and actually get out of the game with money to buy to buy things. Oh no, you have to you have to purchase money in order to even do anything in the game. Yeah, which I'm I'm sorry, but you know you've lost me essentially. So um, you know if we had maybe if we had a DLC, if they're like yeah, um, if they would initially been like Red Dead won't be out until spring 2018, um, but you know hey um, you know summer 2017 we got DLC dropping for Grand Theft Auto Five, man I, I would not I could not be happier. But uh, well, and I, I think it's at a point where I don't think they will make any single-player DLC for Grand Theft Auto Five. I think they're done with it, man. No, they're not done with the online because they still make so much money off it. They just released, like, a new uh, update for it, like, adding in new modes or something just last month or some, something like that. I, I feel like, though, when Red Dead comes out, because Red Dead has an online mode, and, and a lot of the games that you can play online uh, in 5 uh, were, were carryovers um, from that. So I would actually be... I'd be willing to bet that when this comes out, this is going to steal the thunder away from that, and uh, this will be this will sort of be it. I think that this is going to be very similar to online. I mean, I'm sure people are still going to play it for quite a while, but I think their focus is going to turn to this, uh, if I had to bet. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I, I definitely don't doubt that happening. It's just, and I know you and I will probably play the online of Red Dead, but I don't see that being our main focus, though, at all. No, I, I want the story. I, I get into it, man. I really enjoy it. You know. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I think I think my my Facebook status and and profile pic was John Marston one time, and it was you know me nombre as John Marston or something. You know, and I never do that shit. Yeah. So. You know, I get into it. So, well, um, you know, super pissed off about this. Um, it's not shocking news, but it is shocking how far it's delayed. Um, Rockstar, I mean, they're going to deliver, so there's no question there. Um, it's you know, but uh, we'll get through this together, Matt. We'll uh, we'll we'll go to we'll join a program if we have to. You know, well, sing songs. At least you know we'll have a few months of Mario Odyssey to tide us over. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm I'm considering that that Elder Scrolls uh, uh, for uh, the Switch possibly since because I never played it. Oh um, yeah, that's right. That is coming out. You'll really like that game. It, yeah, I think but, so. Because dude, I've I've beaten the crap out of that game. I've done so much crap in it. It's it's sort of like if I try to pick it up again, I'm like, yeah, I've already been there, done that done with it yeah yeah i've only you know i've only played it a little bit here or there or 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 watched others play it and stuff i mean i'm aware of it you know and everything but i just i never really had a pc to run it um and then you know it's out on console but eh. um but now now mobile now you're talking my language so um uh, one thing i recommend with skyrim and this is just my my personal uh touch with it is I only enjoyed playing the game, and same for Fallout 4 and 3, I only enjoy playing in first-person mode, because I feel more immersed in the game that way. 
I could see that, but how's it control though? Uh, it controls just fine. I mean, granted, I've never played it on console or on a controller, so I don't know how it's going to exactly feel, but it's I, I never had any issues playing first person. I mean, the only times <laughs> I'd probably have to change to third person is if I, don't, I needed to look around and th the first person was just too restrictive, but that was very few and far between that ever happened. Noted. So... And that actually might make sense in portable mode to do it that way, so you have more real estate on the screen. You know, being a smaller screen and everything, that might be a better move as well. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's definitely definitely a fun game. I, I recommend getting it when it does come out, since you've never really played it. Yeah, I, I think I may do that, because um, that'll be out, I think, summer. Um, so that, that might hold me over for a bit, give me something to play. Um, I, I've... I, I keep coming back to Zelda on the Switch, um, and, and I'll probably continue to play that as well. I'm about halfway through it, so I haven't given up on it, uh, and it still yeah. is one of the reasons why I play the Switch. But um, I think Elder Scrolls is going to be just... I don't know, man. There's I've wanted, Matt, and, and you can probably relate to this, I've wanted like a current-gen console. Yes, argue with me about if it's current-gen or not. Okay, that's fine. But um, I've wanted you know a quote-unquote current-gen console portable for as long as I can remember you know um they've come through before you know with like the nomad that was a genesis portable but that was like when yeah. the genesis was on its way out you know what i mean like this is like at launch it's like play it on your tv play it wherever you go same game you know like we thought the vita would be that we you know we were originally kind of told that's what it would be and it turned into the oh well you can stream your ps3 games to it when you're on the same wi-fi network <laughs> you know so there was some asterisks there so this is cool because there's something to it. It's like I have this massive game, you know, this Skyrim game, this Elder Scrolls game that was PC. You know, it took a powerful ass PC to run it when it came out. It's crazy deep, you know, all that. And I'm playing it in the car while my wife drives, you know, <laughs> like there's just I, I just I love that shit, man. Like I live for it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, you're right. I completely forgot that the Vita or we thought the Vita was going to be something similar to that. Yeah, they, they kind of, you know, I mean, somebody will probably correct me if I'm too terribly wrong on this, but they kind of did originally market it as, like, you know, pick up where you left off on the go, you know? And yeah. that turned out to not be the case at all whatsoever. Um, clever marketing by Sony, oh, I guess. Yeah. For clever, sure. I mean, just lies. But, you know, whatever. And uh, so uh, our next story here is, what do we title it? Street Fighter 2 Turbo on the Switch. Uh, so The article uh, you linked was just what the pros think of the new Street Fighter 2 on... Now, they're Street Fighter 5 pros, though. So Oh, okay, okay. So they're the new, the new gen guys. Now, one of them is old, and he did play 2 back in the day when it was out, but all the other ones I've never even played 2. Oh, so... I just thought that was interesting. You're talking about they played it competitively, right? They are, they are, yeah. The, so the one guy played it competitively back in the day. The rest of them only play five now competitively. Okay. But they're pros, legit pros. Like they make a living at Street Fighter. So I thought that was interesting. It's really weird. Like one of the one of the quotes in this in this article, and this is from I think it's just from Kotaku. Um, uh, one of them, I think he says, if I can find it here. Uh, yeah, Chen pointed out that Street Fighter Two came out before uh, Knuckle Dew was even born. <laughs> it says no exaggeration. Street Fighter 2 came out in 91, and this dude, Knuckle Dew, wasn't born until 96. 
so <laughs> i know dude i know uh, god do you remember when street fighter 2 was new um or at least when it was on the that was on the super nintendo or the genesis like that was the current you know street fighter and that was i mean i i i definitely remember renting it but i remember it more in the arcades than anything true the arcades were the jam now because i mean essentially it is an arcade port at the end of the day right it wasn't actually a console game it was a it was an arcade port to the console yeah so i mean i do remember playing it renting it and um but it's i was always more of a mortal Kombat fanboy than anything true um you know some people argue that it's not as intricate mortal Kombat, but I, i've always enjoyed the both of them um, both are great to play, especially in arcade against somebody. Really phenomenal games. So, I mean, I think I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or off the air, but I mean, it's cool that they're releasing this for the Switch. It's just I don't see myself buying this or anything. But um, I mean, so this may be a nostalgia buy then, uh, if at all. If it's not going to pull you into it. Um, you know where you you're aware of the game you've played the game you're familiar with the game but it's just not enough for you to buy it um this may not i don't know this may not have good sales man yeah i i sort of feel like they're just doing it for maybe the hardcore fans because there's i mean what's the reason of even re-releasing it again and adding new stuff to it money it's yeah m- money granted <laughs> and it's for the hardcore fans because i thought i saw it was going to be 40 bucks or something it's $40, which is inexcusable yeah. because from the virtual console, now again, this is optimized. It, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's 16, nine layout, you know, it, it, it's optimized properly for the switch. Like it is a whole new game, right? Like, even though it's street fighter two, um, it still is completely like done from the ground up for the switch. It's not just a simple port because it would look terrible, right? The screens have higher resolution. Now there's not as much detail in the characters, um, it would be stretched or it would have to play in four by three mode, you know, so it is a new game. So I understand there's costs with that. I get it. Um, but yeah, it's 40 bucks and it's just street fighter two. I have street fighter two turbo on the Wii U virtual console. I think it was like 10 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is only going to grab the hardcore fans and it just honestly, you know, it, when the virtual console does come out for the switch and this is on it, you know, not the same exact version, but just the old street fighter two, I'd rather pick that up. I, 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 I'm in agreement with you, but I'm, I am a fanboy, so I'm actually going to buy it, but I don't represent the norm when it comes to this game. So, Mm -hmm. um, I do think that more people that are going to, are going to fall in your group. Uh, Everybody you talk to always, you know, remember street fighter two or whatever, but the amount of people that like really really like it like i do are 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 getting fewer and far in between so i don't know that this was even a good move for them to even waste time developing on um i i'd be surprised if they made money off of this deal i I could be wrong i could be wrong but i can't imagine this game taking a lot of manpower to do because they already had most of they, they already had to have most of the assets and the code for it and it's just having to what redo the resolution and so add, add in a few new characters. I'd be really interested to find out how much went into it, though, Matt, because if they, if they're, it doesn't appear to be emulated. So yeah, 
it, it, it looks like, I mean, I'm, I, time will tell when we see it for real, but I'm like, I'm looking at the gifts and stuff here on the page, and it looks like they've added detail. They, they might have reworked the whole game. I, it doesn't look emulated to me. So um, at 40 bucks, it makes me feel a little bit better, but it is, at the end of the day, Street Fighter 2 with, like, one new character. They added Violent Ken, uh, so which... One new character they added? Yeah, yeah, Violent Ken. And that was to bring in some of the newer players to it i believe was kind of their reasoning for it so so you could look at it in a way that the the game itself is 10 bucks from the virtual console and you pay 30 bucks for a dlc character <laughs> that's a great way to look at it that's God, it's yeah. fucking shit when you think about it like that yeah no, i mean like like i said if you're gonna get it awesome more power to you i'm just eh. Again, I'm not the norm, and and truthfully, um, I will get used out of it. My son and I really enjoy Street Fighter, um, especially like when we see it in an arcade somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we will play it. Um, eh, you know, forty bucks. I agree. I, I don't think that's a fair price. Again, I'm not normal, the normal person that would buy this. I think that the people who are, I think it, you're going to miss the mark. Absolutely, uh, absolutely shit decision. Um, but and also you know millennials that have never played the game is inexcusable if you're playing street fighter 5 as a pro and you've never even played 2 which is where it started like i understand you may not even like it i get that but you never even played it like i'm sorry man that's just that's just disrespectful see did they never play it or just never play it competitively no no no. this dude said he never even played it okay uh he, he, and apparently it showed because it took him uh, it, to, it took him like two rounds of losing before he was able to catch on and then actually I think he, if you read the article I think he actually came back and, and stomped him oh, okay. um, which is that kind of says a lot though too as how, how true to the feel and to the play that they've kept it even in the newer versions so that's kind of cool no that's cool like I said if you do pick it up I mean I'd be willing to play a game or two against you Oh, dude, well, uh, I'll bring it in because you can. That's what the beauty of this is because it is two. You don't need a full ass controller. You just need a Super Nintendo style controller. We can set it up on the desk and play on with the Joy Cons like anywhere, you yeah, know. So cool. there is something to that. Um, it would be a lot better price in the twenty to thirty dollar range though for a game like that. You know what I mean? Like oh, an yeah, on the go convenience type fun multiplayer game. It's much better suited at twenty to thirty dollars. I think forty is still pretty steep. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if it was twenty bucks, that I, I that would make me more apt to want to get it. But for how, how old is Street Fighter Two now? What it came say? out in ninety one. Yeah, ninety one. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna pay forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you, man. Especially too, because how many times do you probably have it somewhere or have had had it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, anyways, so Street Fighter Two coming out in the Switch. Let us know what you guys think about that. Um, I'll. Uh, I'll post up some info once uh, once I have it. It comes out Friday. Um, I may or may not get it this weekend. Uh, depends on what I have going on. But uh, I'd like to pick up a physical copy of it. So um, if it doesn't sell out, I may end up with one, and I'll update everybody on that. Uh, what do we got next, Matt? Uh, mobile Zelda. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I get it. Nintendo wants to get into the mobile market. I mean, they already did with, what, Mario and then the Me. The yeah, Mitomo and then, uh, oh, Mitomo, and Pokemon. then Pokemon. Well, I guess they didn't really get into it in Pokemon. They just allowed the licensing for their portion of Pokemon. But yeah, you know, and then oh, essentially for that 
Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh yeah, Fire Emblem's out. So they damn, they are attacking mobile pretty hard, I do gotta say. Which I just have to ask, what the hell is this Zelda game gonna be about and why? I'm so worried it's gonna be like uh Was it gonna be like bejeweled or something? You gotta yeah, make yeah. it. Or... And, and, and don't take it the wrong way, like I don't I don't mean it uh like anything against any card based games. I enjoy quite a few. But I feel like almost like like a shitty like haphazard one, like a slap together one, just to say it's out there. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's also a possibility. Oh, and it's gonna like, be a card game like Magic or something or Hearthstone. Well, please, you're 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 ruining their good name, sir. Um, no, I, I can't oh, think God. of any of the shitty ones that are out there. But like half thought ones, like almost like um, like the card game that's in Final Fantasy Nine. You know what I mean? Like an afterthought card game. Like I feel like that that happening where it's like, yeah, it's playable. Well, you know what I mean? Like nine, that could be somewhat deep. Um, can be, yes. It, yes. it can be, but yeah, I can see them doing something. And be like, hey, it's a Zelda card game, and you know they're hot right now, right? Let us jump on that bandwagon. And it's know? it's not even a card game. It's just a matching card game. <laughs> oh God, that would be the worst. I would be so goddamn pissed. Yeah, um, and somebody said some type of like an uh, uh, a dungeon crawler type thing, which that would actually be pretty cool. Um, but being mobile, I think it's going to be something that's easy to control with one hand. I think Nintendo has jumped into that sort of wholeheartedly. So I really don't know. Um, I'm hoping it's good. Um, I'd like to check it out. I don't have the urge to buy it when I read this. I- I'm more hesitant. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it didn't be like, oh, you know, when I heard about Mario, you know, coming out on the phone, I was, like, getting it. This, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, let, let's see how this goes. It <laughs> makes me a little wary because, like you said, the Mario app, that that made sense, and it was fun. I, I enjoyed playing the game. It was worth the 10 bucks for me. Um, this, on the other hand, Zelda, as much as a Zelda fanboy I, I am, I'm kind of worried about this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, uh, it could screw its good name up, bro. It really could. It's just what? What the hell are they even gonna? What is it gonna be about? I mean, they they mentioned that it may be out in the second half of the year, which that's coming up next month is the start of the second half. Or wait, no, no, July is the start of the second half. Second half of yeah, likely be out. Uh, it'll, it'll no, no, no. The Zelda smartphone app would apparently follow Animal Crossing, which is likely to be out the oh, second half oh, of 2017. Okay. So it's further out than that. So we're getting an Animal Crossing game now. That I that I could see, that I can see on mobile. That actually almost kind of makes sense to be on mobile because that was and one that, of those games that, that was like fun too. Yeah, yeah. That was one of those games that was like real time too. Like if it whatever time of the day it was in your world it wasn't there and you had to wait till certain times of the day to get certain things and stuff like that. So being with you and portable, like that that actually makes sense. That that goes together. I can see that happening. Yeah, and like I said, I, I would definitely be down for an Animal Crossing app. I enjoy the uh which one did I enjoy the most? It was the Wii version. Um, the Wii I, I was on the GameCube one, was was my shit. Um, wasn't the GameCube one just called Animal Crossing? They, I think they came out with two of them on there, but yeah, it was okay. the original, just Animal Crossing. Um, the, you want you want a piece of uh, VCR uh, gaming nerd history? The thing that tipped me off to buying that game, uh, which is sad, is that you could dig up items in that game, and some of those were arcade games. 
like like old games and one of them was excite bike and i caught wind of that and i literally went and bought the game same day i was like i'm gonna find excite bike and play it it took like three months for me to get lucky enough for it to actually discover it in the game but when i did it totally made my day <laughs> so that's awesome yeah but yeah it's you know it's a cool game i i, I see that working on there but zelda <sighs> I don't know. We we need more information, which we don't have any, of course. Really? No, not at all. But I mean, if we had to get so we thought of Bejeweled, um, it could be, hey, if it's going to be based on Breath of the Wild, it could be like a Cooking Mama type game. Oh, please no. (laughs) That's true, though. It could. Or, oh, what if it's like all shrines? (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) No, or it's a, um, it's, oh, God. What's the. It was that really popular Simpsons game on there where you like build a city or something and you got to maintain it or whatever. Build your own Hyrule. Some oh bullshit. god no or like Clash of Clans like Zelda. Oh. oh crap, that could actually be what it is. No. Ugh. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> this I don't man, I hope they surprise us cuz none of these speculations that we're making are anything that I would play. Um, or it could just be a Zelda fidget spinner. <laughs> dude have you seen them shits getting into everywhere now uh you mean in the app store uh, yeah so they're in the app store there's um mods for um uh roblox there's literally God. fidget spinner tycoon matt my son was playing this this is real um <laughs> there was um uh I, I saw a thing on facebook some chick got her nails done and she had little miniature fidget spinners that spin on her fingernails <laughs> like this shit is getting has got to stop it's getting out of hand like <laughs> fucking hey man hopefully we just give it a couple more weeks and it's done I sure, I sure, I sure, certainly, certainly hope so, man. But I don't think so. They, it's so popular with all the kids, man. Like it's really blown up. And it's, it's not just kids, too. I've seen grown ass adults. Oh, uh, there's two guys in the office that have them. <laughs> Who? Uh, Chris and Christian. They have them. Wait. Oh, but what? In our department? Yeah. Yep. Oh God, I guess I never noticed. Yeah, they both have. Dude, Chris walked in with that shit like immediately, like like the day like everybody was talking about it. He's like, oh yeah, he's like, check it out. <laughs> he's like spinning it around. I'm like, damn, dude. Oh my god, because okay, both my kids have them, Zoe and Jazz, and it's you know I'll take it every once in a while, like I'll take it for a moment, and just like spin it. I'm like, I I don't get it, and you know, and I'm just I I don't know, it's. I, I guess I, I guess I'm not the demographic for it, the target demographic because I I don't get it, but I, I get what it's supposed to do though I understand that it, it gives your mind something to do gives your fingers something to do it kind of keeps you active some people it helps them stay focused I think for what it was originally intended for it's kind of cool there are fidgeters and stuff that need that kind of stuff but yeah. with how widespread it's gotten it's just kind of like are y'all really enjoying this <laughs> you know I, I don't know man it's the biggest bad right now and like i said it'll die hopefully i'm gonna make i'm gonna take a broken console that i have like a ps1 or something and turn it into a giant fidget spinner and just rock around i'm gonna be that hipster bro oh god yeah that's gonna be my life no but um all right let's get on to our next story here i'm I'm sick of fidget spinners um zelda that's what it's gonna be zelda fidget spinner app that's what it is we nailed it 
You're welcome. You heard it here first. Yep. And it's literally just a fidget spinner with a Triforce on it, and that's it. With a Triforce, and then you spin it with your finger, you flick it, and it's going to be $9.99. Really? $9.99. (laughs) Every hundred (laughs) spins, you get one rupee to to unlock a new color scheme. A new color? Not even a full skin, just a color? Like, you have to... like. You have to get what do you got to get? You got to get um, what's wh- besides rupees. What what else? What's really hard to collect in the game? Uh, like uh, Goltulas. Yeah, and like you have to have like four thousand of those to get a new skin for it. So like they make you buy it. You know they make you spend real money on it. That's it. We figured it out. We we cracked in the Nintendo Zelda mobile right now. You guys heard it here first. Uh, breaking news. I wish I had sound effects. Oh God. Yeah, just, just add some in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. So our next story here is Sega is planning on reviving some of their major IPs from the olden days. Um, yes. Some of them include Comic Zone, which that is a hard-ass game. Uh, probably one of my favorite IPs on Sega, n- not counting Sonic, is Vector Man. I don't know if you've ever played Vector Man before, but that, I have, Matt. Actually, believe it or not are so much fun i've never played no no, i have played the second one but i never beat it i have i have the first one still and that game they're just really good platformer like Mega Man type games um yeah he shoots like green shit am i remembering that right vector man like green orbs or some shit yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah I, i definitely played vector man comic zone too that's pretty cool yeah and um they're talking about Streets of Rage, Knights, Burning Rangers, Guardian Heroes. Um, shit, there's also... They don't have it on the list here. Or actually, hold on, because they're talking about the Road to 2020. I'm um, pulling up the PDF here that the article mentioned. Yeah, me too. Um, while you're while you're yanking that out, the... Uh, dude, games like Knights? Like, that would be great to play on a modern console. Um have it update a little bit, make it less choppy. One thing people don't remember about that game is it was very, very choppy on the Saturn, um, mostly due to how hard it was to program for. Um, but to see that thing run at a better frame rate on something more modern, man, that would be sick. I mean, I think it came out on GameCube, but um, you know, I, still, I'd like to have it, you know, very easy to play quickly from you know one of my modern consoles, or hell, even on the Switch. What? Oh man, that'd be awesome. Um... Hold on. Uh, they don't really mention what IPs they may be reviving, but um, yeah, man. If it, it I mean, there's also Shenmue. Um, shit. Did did Sega own Fantasy Star? Yeah, it's Sonic Team makes Fantasy Star, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine if they re remade another Fantasy, not remade, but did another Fantasy Star. I, I'd be in. That seems to be like a long time coming. Um, did this like leak? Is this like something that leaked out of internal Sega? Is that what this is that we're looking at? Yeah, the PDF, it looks like it's from one of their board meetings. So it's a whole bunch of boring uh, slideshow shit. Sega Sammy Group. I've never heard that. This is cool. Yeah, I don't know what the hell it is. But, no, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I would definitely be down for seeing, like, a new Shenmue, um, Comic Zone Vector Man, Streets of Rage, uh, even Fantasy Star, you know. Dude, a really well done modern fantasy star, like like given like the final the Final Fantasy fifteen type treatment, could could be some, there could be something there, man. Um, 
I mean, it's already, I mean, look at it like, you know, Final Fantasy is getting to the, um, you know, uh, action versus turn-based. But Fantasy Star's kind of, you know, for a long time already been on that that route. So, you know, it's almost like they, they could have the potential to do it better. They almost, you know, have more experience at it. So, I don't know, that'd be interesting. I don't know, but I'm definitely interested in hearing, you know, paying attention to this story and see what they're going to plan on doing. Hopefully, you know, it's we hear something else soon about it. And we, we need to tweet this link out. This is really cool, this inside shit, man. They're talking about, like, other shit they're involved in. Talk about diversifying to stay alive. They're going to build hotels and shit. <laughs> you see this? Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy shit. Golf course. This shit's called Paradise City. Like, what? Are you going to be able to drive cars around? and? Yeah, right. Wreck shit. Guns <laughs> <laughs> and Roses is going to be playing everywhere you go. <laughs> Just in oh, loop. God. <laughs> That game made me hate that song for a little while because they just played it over and over again. And Dude, it's still on my PS3 because it was one of the free games that I got when, um, when they, uh, you know, when they, they leaked my data to, <laughs> to hackers. Um, do you remember that? Yeah, I, di- I didn't get Burnout Paradise. I got, um, shit, I don't remember. What Did you get Infamous? I got, I got that and Infamous. Yeah, I got Infamous and... That wave racer, I think, or something, or wipeout. Did you get the one? I think one of the wipeouts was free. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't like that game, but um, no, me either. I I actually bought it. I was like, I think that was actually my first digital download. Matt was that wipeout HD. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, not so good. Um, no, but moving on from that, like I said, I think we'll tweet out the link just so everybody can see, and um. Yeah, like I said, I, I want to pay attention to that story and see where it goes from there. Absolutely. So our next story, I'm pretty excited about this game. Uh, Natsumi announced a new Harvest Moon game, and it sounded like they're trying to go back to sort of like the original Harvest Moon. where Which I am all for. I, I have no desire to play some of the modern ones. I miss like the, the SNES and everything version. Yeah, because what I feel like what they were doing with the Harvest Moon franchise was they were making it way too complicated. And when you look at the very first Harvest Moon on Super Nintendo, there was a lot of stuff to do, but it didn't overwhelm you. Um, A lot of the newer Harvest Moons just, I don't know, to me personally, feel like they overwhelm you with too much crap to do. Yeah, stress you out, man. You know, like that's the last thing you want when you're playing a video game. Especially a game about farming, you know? It's True, true. Who knew farming was so difficult? Yeah, so the game is called Light of Hope. Uh, What it sounds like from what they're saying the story is uh, you're on a ship and it gets gets stranded on a... a, not really a deserted island, but uh, an island that's in shambles from a storm and you have to help rebuild the town, rebuild the farm, and also try to rebuild the lighthouse. So it, it sounds a lot of fun. They're saying it should be a little bit closer to some of the original Harvest the original Harvest Moon for the Super Nintendo or the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance ones. And um, it's, what are they saying? It's the 20 year anniversary for it too? I believe that's exactly what I just read. No, I missed it though. Let me scroll yeah. back. Yeah. 
Dude, I, I'm I'm for it. I, I'm I'm absolutely uh, ready for this. Um, I, I I'm I guess I'm not a huge sim guy, but uh, something about Harvest Moon is always just 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 it just scratches like the right itch. You know what I mean? Like when you want something like that type of game. Um, it's the original uh, Farmville, really, um, and I think it does it better. Oh, for sure. What I also find really cool about this is it's also planning on coming out to pc which i don't think a single harvest moon has ever come out to pc you're right it probably hasn't it's been console only huh yeah pretty much and if i were to buy this game i'd probably get it on the switch switch mobile dude all day yeah Uh, pretty much uh, so like let's break down like what what the modern consoles are for so you know pc is going to be anything that's ultra graphics or um even in your case like uh player uh player unknown um you know like type shit like uh you know pc all day um for me um if i'm gonna go um uh you know exclusives uh you know it's it's gonna be uh versus playstation versus xbox i'm gonna go playstation um something that comes out on both i'm probably still gonna go playstation um and then you know the thing is is that nintendo is gonna start stealing all that away right because for me at least because it's portable so what are we gonna see what are we gonna start giving up that we would normally pick up on the on on the the ps4 the xbox or the computer that just simply it being portable maybe not even the best version of the game you know i think i think they're really hitting the money here man i think i think nintendo's really getting on a sweet spot with this i hope so man and i hope the momentum keeps up for it it like i said we're still really really into its infancy of the of its life and i just hope it keeps up with it i I don't want it to die out like the wii u did I, I don't know how how accurate this is because I did hear it on um, on Pat Contry's podcast, um, but he said that um, it, it it could possibly be on track to outsell the Wii U's four year lifespan by the end of the year um, after holiday hits. That's awesome. Yeah. So if that doesn't get the attention of third party developers, you know, not sure what will, man. But uh, that that would definitely help. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, our last story of the night. Um, I don't know. Have you ever played Destiny? I don't think you have. So, have you? Um, no, no, I have. I don't have it. Um, okay. I've, like, share played it with my buddy, uh, my buddy Vic. And, uh, you know, I've seen gameplay and stuff like that. And, and, and I actually thought about getting it at one point, but I felt like I was too far behind. But, no, I, I'm familiar with it. No, so I've played Destiny 1. I've beaten all the single-player stuff. Um, from the base game all the way up to the latest expansion. And I I enjoyed the game for what it was. It's a pretty fun game. And um, so they announced that Destiny 2 is coming out later this year, and I honestly had no interest in the game at all. It wasn't until that Mike Morhaime, uh, president of Blizzard, basically stated that Destiny 2 is coming out on Battle.net. It says exclusively. Wow. And now I am super pumped about the game. And the reason for that is, I mean, it's actually... It's Blizzard. That's why you're pumped. Okay, it's fair. You understand, Matt. Of course, yeah. Well, no, (laughs) it it actually makes perfect sense for why not have Activision utilize Blizzard servers for the PC version of the game. And Blizzard servers are always, always on point. 
you know it, it you makes, know what that's true bro that is really true and it just makes perfect sense for destiny 2 to be on it and now i'm gonna buy it for the pc <laughs> um i'm just trying to read here um <laughs> some people aren't happy about it um although um you made a really good point though just now that their servers are on point and they are quite reliable i mean through all the time that I played Diablo 3, I can't think of one time that I got booted while I was actively actually playing. Uh, well, you never played when the game first first came out. No, I had it when it first came out. Maybe it did initially. Oh, um, well, no. I mean, like, the first 48 to 72 hours, the game was unplayable. Okay, but that, let's let's go ahead and just, just discard <laughs> that completely, because I don't think, I don't know any game that does, you know, does well in that time frame, but... Yeah, certainly even not. World of Warcraft now, even when a new expansion of World of Warcraft comes out, it's the servers still get overcrowded. Well, I mean, what what's their active user base like? Sixty million or something stupid like that. So no, no, World of Warcraft's not that high anymore. It's it's less than ten million players nowadays. But that's, still, that's still a shit ton for an MMO. God, you know, except for like you know games when they come out like on the console, like um, like your 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 battlefields or your Call of Duties, like that's gotta probably destroy all of those in numbers because those might hit those numbers in the first few weeks, but they don't stay there, you know. They don't. They can't sustain it. No, not not at all. Um, don't even get me started on EA servers and the fucking division. Ugh. Oh yeah. No, but uh, going back to Destiny 2, like I said, I had no interest in it. I'm excited as hell about it now. Um, everything I keep reading about the game just sounds like it's it's major improvements over the first one. And um, I've already got some people I talk to online that are down to play it. Um, Alec, who, who I've mentioned before on So Your Father's a Nerd, he's huge into destiny he's talking about buying it on pc and ps4 so jesus yeah he's that's gonna be a lot of well being battle.net is it gonna well i guess they they don't well no you still have to hit their servers from from you know console from playstation i wonder if it would transfer your saves between console and pc like if you can pick up where you left off i have a feeling it won't because there's already like overwatch is a good example true uh, of it being on console and pc and they don't your your progress doesn't carry over true well even even like diablo 3 same yeah. thing yeah that's a good point damn that would be cool though that would be really fucking cool yeah it would be but, i'll tell you what that's one game that's gonna look fucking phenomenal too destiny 2 especially on the pc man oh i can't wait do even on ps4 right now the first game looks absolutely amazing would you would you say that or Battlefront looks uh, looks better graphics now? Not not gameplay. I, I know you're not a fan of Battlefront, and neither am I, for that matter. But I don't know. It's been a while since I played Battlefront. Um, I, I'd really have to do a side by side comparison and just True. you know do it on my PS4 Pro and um, look at the difference. Um. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I just I don't I don't know why, but I I just remember Destiny looking really really phenomenal, and I remember getting that same feeling and experience when I played Battlefront um, for the first time as well. Um, you know, 
I could be wrong on that. I might be out of date. I mean, I thought that Far Cry, when it came out on the PS4, uh, you know, uh, looked good. And it does. It definitely does. But, um, you know, it's not the pinnacle of, uh, of graphics at the moment. So maybe I'm misremembering. But Destiny, no doubt, on the PC is going to look look insane. Uh, there's no there's no way it won't. Um, so that that'll be cool. I oh, am, yeah, man. I'm definitely excited about it. And um, yeah, I I mean, I think that is all for the news stories for today's episode. Do you have anything Absolutely. else you want to add? Um, so not, nothing as far as content for the show goes, but I do want to uh, kind of just uh, preemptively uh, kind of give a. Uh, just make our listeners aware of, of another uh, thing that another episode that I've done. Uh, it's not out yet, but I did an episode uh, where I'm solo. Um, it's shorter. It's much, much shorter than our normal podcast where I get like really tech nerdy into a topic. It's sort of a, um, sort of like a prototype thing that we're doing, you know, just to kind of see if, if people are, are receptive to it or, or hate it and stop listening to us altogether. If we, if, if we go too deep and too nerdy, but uh, I've, I've laid down one of those episodes. We'll be getting it out. Um, I, I, we, haven't, we have to talk about when we're going to let it out. Uh, it might be when we have uh, some uh, you know, time that we can't get in to record a podcast. But it is there. Uh, we're going to try it out. So if you guys, um, you guys can leave us some feedback on that, I'd really appreciate it. So that way I know if we need to stop doing that or do more of them. Um, I'd hate to, uh, to, to go wrong in either direction. But we do have a little uh, technical podcast we're going to lay out on you guys. So kind of fun. A little extra content. Uh, here and there um anything else you got matt um no no i mean um i've got the other two podcasts magic with zuby and so your father's a nerd and that's that's about it for me check those out Uh, always a good listen um what else do we got going on matt we've got twitter uh we've got uh Instagram, which I haven't used much. I could probably start posting stuff up on there. But we, we do keep active on our Twitter, on our Facebook. All of them, of course, are at VCR Gaming. Um, if you want to send us an email, it's at VCR, VCR Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you'll light uh, our phones up directly. Uh, make Matt and I giddy uh, if we get something there. So uh, send, us, uh, send us an email uh, if, if you'd like. Um, you can reach me. Uh, gamer tag is Killabees, K I L L A B E E Z Z. Unless it's on the Xbox One, it's K one L L A B three three Z Z. I apologize. Very very hard. <laughs> um, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, it's at Killabees two and then the letter T. Matt, where can they find you at? They can find me pretty much any platform. Zubatron, Z U B A T R O N, and. Um, this is just to let some of our listeners know I'm going to be stepping away from social media. I'm, I'm going to not not leaving it entirely, but just taking a sort of break from it because it's sort of driving my mental health crazy oh, a little man. bit. Yeah, you said it's kind of like a job, huh? It, it's 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 not really keeping up with the podcast part. That that that's um I don't have a problem with that. It's just um I kind of explain it in my episode of magic with zuby that's coming out this friday oh there you go so if you want to know why zuby has given up on the social media life you have to check that out yeah so yeah uh other than that i mean you can send me messages at on twitter and i'll you know i'll try to respond and um and that's pretty much it for me excellent well there's another one in the books uh we'll get this out to everybody So until next time, uh, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you then. All right, have a good night, everybody. 